0: Hot episode, which means welcome, everyone,
1: <laughs>
0: to the ubiquitous Methods Podcast. Um, my name is Patrick, and i am joined by my esteemed, fabulous, amazing co-host, my friend and yours, A.K. Hey,
1: Patrick. Well, you're more esteemed and fabulous than I am. <laughs> I mean, look at you. About you're that. a model citizen. So you don't pay attention. To- yeah, I, I think you are because you don't pay attention to the Kardashians. You don't do give that. any any credence to that nonsense, so that I think that's definitely good right there. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, it's another great episode today. Today, we are actually recording on a Sunday as opposed to our normal date of Thursday, but who yes. cares? You don't care about that because you're just listening. Time's and construct. we are excited to talk to... Exactly. And I, oh, yeah, that is... Oh, I love that. We're going to come back to that later. But... uh. <laughs> Uh, And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about, that time is a construct, and uh, we're excited just to be here with you. Uh, how's your week this week? It's been a good week. It's been...
0: We didn't talk about any of this on the pre-show, but mortgage has been weird. Rates have been high, and it's it's been busy. We've still got people buying yeah. for some ungodly reason. Y'all need to chill out out there with the people who are paying cash for all these houses. <laughs> I which i you know, listen to me and just be like, just tone that down a notch, okay? <laughs> but but uh, otherwise, yeah. uh, it, it's fine. Um, it's been good. Yeah, I, I can't really complain. Um, how about you? How, how's, how's your week been? It sounds like you have been... Uh, quite uh, busy.
1: Yeah, it's been busy, but it's all good. Uh, I mean, it's funny too because I actually follow the mortgage markets quite a bit, and it's like what five point one five right now at the moment. Uh, for a national rate, so I was like, wow, it's going crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, overall pretty and good. In most I cases, think, it's higher. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just crazy. But uh, yeah, please stop buying homes right now, everybody. <laughs> Trying to help.
0: <laughs> well, you you can buy, just finance. St- stop stop paying cash for houses. You're like di- like you're driving the prices up. To stop doing that, just let let people do financing. You could do your investments at another time. Besides, you don't want to pay cash for a house right now. This bubble's gonna bust, and you're gonna be left holding the bag. Quit driving the prices up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's funny because it's uh. I I, like when we were putting so we put an offer on one of the houses that we we were interested in, I think back in May possibly of last year. And we put in a decent offer. We're like, yeah, I think we did a good job. It's pretty expensive, but hey, it's like a great house in the neighborhood we're looking for. Someone put an all cash offer on that house, and we were just blown away. We were like, we cannot compete with that at all. And you know, the funny thing is, is when it comes to... Even with a cash offer? Buying a home. Okay, so when it comes to a buyer, yeah. What? Yeah, well, they just blew us out of the water. And it was just one of those things where... Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it's funny. When you have cash, I think people just like get like they're more happy about that because, of course, you don't have to worry about uh, securing a loan and all the different stuff that have to come with that. You just pretty much yeah. just say, hey... Let's go into escrow and let's just like, uh, switch the house as soon as possible and get it to you. Whereas for us, it'd be like, oh, we have to secure a loan. We had to do this. We got to do that. And I think sellers are just not as attracted to that or attracted to that. But, um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It You was reduce risk
0: whenever you have, to, when you're paying cash, like no, no, like, uh, inspections or anything like that necessarily. And that makes life easier.
1: Yeah. But just, which is interesting because, you would think you would still want an inspection, right?
0: Yes, but, you know, a lot of them are doing it as is. And, like, you know, once you move, it's a lot of them are just doing this because it's such a seller's market. They're like, no, you don't get inspections. Or you can do an inspections, but you're still obligated. We're not going to let you back out unless, you know, unless, you know, you, you fail to get financing or something like that. Um, it, it, it's like, it's it's cutthroat right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the tough world out there, but uh, it's still. Yep. I mean, it's still a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. There's that. There's rising interest rates, which is still going crazy. Gas coming prices came down finally, so I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Russia. It looks like Russia's still in Ukraine, but it looks like they've done some. Uh, there's some interesting stuff in the tech world with respect to Russia, and some of the stuff yes. that uh, we've seen in the news lately. So, uh, yeah, so kind of jumping right into it, it looks like uh, Russia, so I forget the name of the group, but uh, there's some Russian domains that were pretty much confiscated by Microsoft via court order. So
0: the domains belong to Strontium and Fancy Bear. I mean, I want to be part of Fancy Bear because that's a really cool name. Not really. (laughs) That sounds like (laughs) an NFT. That (laughs) is. Sounds like an NFT. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. That is actually a really good idea for an NFT. I think we should start one. it's Just fancy bear NFT. Let's get Kardashian in and here uh, like a Kardashian.
0: To, to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Great minds. I like
1: it. Let's go. Exactly. Million just, dollar idea. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Fancy bears. But uh yeah, that was interesting. Uh so the domain's pretty much got seized by court order. It seems like they must been uh, must have been uh, held by a, a US-based uh, domain registrar. And mm. I guess Microsoft just said, hey, we're gonna just take over this, these domains and uh, and control it.
0: My reason for putting this in our show document, less political, because you know, as we talked, we don't really like getting into politics too much. My thought process that was um, related to similar topics we talked about in the past, if these websites are Web3-based, Um, if we were fully web three, isn't that an advantage of web three is Microsoft couldn't be able to seize those websites because it's not, you know, Microsoft is a player just like everybody else, just like me, just like you. And they could not just go and say, "Mm, we don't like you on this. Now to be clear, I'm not, you know, I don't (laughs) support Russian spies at this point or anything like that, (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> kind of like we about the pre-show. It's like, well, you know, it, it's all fair until somebody who disagrees with your politics decides to cancel you. And if Microsoft decides they didn't like, like, our our little podcast here, they could just shut us down. And be like, mm, no, we're not. you can't be hosted because you said whatever you really like Apple. That Patrick guy does, and so <laughs> I don't think yeah, they would, yeah. But again, you know, uh, so Web three would that protect against some of that? What do you, you as a developer, what? What is your understanding on that? Is that something that would be possible? Am I just kind of <laughs> saying weird stuff that doesn't make any sense?
1: <laughs> well, so, <laughs> no, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it depends on which. So, first of all, it depends on which uh, network you are using. So, right now, the way it works is when you, you as like a client, your browser, you go out to the internet to say, hey, I'm looking for this particular web address. You go over to, uh, you pretty much just try to find like a DNS server uh, or, or like resolver that will resolve that domain name for you. And it will go over to like, oh, okay, this is where the domain name is located. Uh, this is the address that it corresponds to. Let me send that back to you so you can get that appropriate address. Uh, when it comes to blockchain, it's going to depend on where it is. Uh, so the first thing you need to figure out is, okay... Where is the address for the actual domain name? Uh, like, right where I, where I can I actually find like the domain name? And this is the way that the Ethereum name service, service name, excuse me, the Ethereum name service is supposed to work. So you get that back and it goes back out to the blockchain and says, Hey, I need the actual address where. Used where we actually can find an actual address for this domain name. So it's kind of like a two-part process as opposed to the one-part process that is involved. Um, but then also, um, I think what happens too is that – actually, it's going to be a little bit more direct, to be honest, man. And we don't have to go into the particulars about that. But anyway, yeah, to answer your question, I think it will make it harder for someone to be able to do that because no one particularly owns that piece yeah. of uh, the internet. And it's trusted too. So, so what would it
0: take? What would it take for them to for that to happen? Let, let let's say the entire internet agrees that these guys are bad news. We need to take them down. What would? How would you do that? How would that even be possible? Would it be possible?
1: Well, it depends. I mean, and I think that depends on what's going on. Like, how it's set up? Because you mm-hmm. can have something like OpenSea. OpenSea is actually something that's built on the blockchain. But then again, the technology around it, they are able to by evidence of the recent hack that we saw, they are able to yeah. cover NFTs that were stolen and send them back to the original owners. So there are mechanisms that you can put in place to kind of like safeguard yourself. But at mm-hmm. the same time, that's all dependent upon what this name service looks like. And it depends on the blockchain technology, whether it's on Solana, on Ethereum, on Cardano, um any one of the above. Okay. So it's gonna be interesting stuff. to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that. It's def- I think that's one of those questions that it's kind of hard to answer until, until we're actually there, and and it's totally yeah. there and not just part of the way. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. That, that that's, uh, yeah. I hope it wouldn't be a safe
1: haven for bad actors. That would be the that'd be the scary thing. Yeah, because it's it, like I think that's the interesting part is like you want there to be freedom on the internet, but you don't want bad actors to have. Freedom on the internet, if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: And and it seems like so much of the internet is built on is built on things of making things easy for people who are doing the right thing. I'm thinking of like password managers. You know, the you know that they the whole goal of password manager is to make things easy for people doing the right thing and make it harder for people doing the wrong thing. But when it comes to the fundamentals of hosting and things like that. The internet is still very much the wild west. I mean, you still, you know, any, like anybody right now, no one, nothing's stopping me from buying a domain, making a website and putting just horrible content there until somebody finds it and takes it down. I can do that right now and nobody can stop it. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of scary. <laughs> and web yeah, three, I think true. enables well, that even more.
1: It, it just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as no one finds it. I feel like nowadays, though, a lot of providers uh, are starting to take the liberty of just saying, hey, we don't support your content. Yeah. And we're going to take it down. Uh, there was that uh, conservative social network that was within the state. And I forgot the name of that. Parlor? Network, but uh, I believe. Parlor, that was the correct name, yeah. So, Parlor, uh, what ended up happening was, I think, after the January sixth incident, um, uh, they were just booted off of AWS. They were trying to mm-hmm. find a new home, and they couldn't find a new home to the point where I don't, I don't know if they're online anymore or not. But I think so. it was interesting because uh, it was just an interesting action by hosting providers that said, hey. We don't support what you're saying. We do not uh, condone what what well, what we think you supported. And remember, everything that we're saying here is alleged. But uh, they just booted him off, and that was hashtag not a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. I did not did not claim to be a lawyer at all. But that, that was interesting. So I, I I agree with you. I, I just uh, the internet is is interesting because when I was a kid, it was such a, a wild venture for me to go out into the internet and now it seems even more so it is um but i i have a feeling that blockchain should be a good place for people to be at i'm just hoping that it actually gets enforcement but at the same time it's like how how do you protect people you know and that's going to be an interesting part to see
0: and it kind of leads into our next segment here where all the elon musk twitter drama there's So much that's happened in the last week, week and a half,
1: Um, and yeah, the champion for freedom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, champion for freedom, Mister Elon Musk. You know, wanting to make the world greener and own Twitter. And (laughs) so, uh, for those who have been living under a rock, uh, Mister Musk has purchased a nine percent share of twitter i don't know how recent that is but he 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 has done that and he was invited into a seat on the board which he accepted then later denied not denied rejected shortly after and then he decides hey you know what i'm just gonna buy it and yeah that's kind of where we're at now um apparently you know twitter's kind of like going to put up to, not put up to a shareholder vote, but like give the shareholders a chance to like, you know, run up the price and it's, it it looks like it's going to be a mess. And yeah, it's a whole bunch of technical drama.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting because Twitter has implemented a poison pill, which pretty much Mm -hmm. like you said, they're trying to dilute the number of shares out there. And then they've also tried to reach out to several banks. I think the two banks were J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs to help out with the effort against Elon. But it's funny because it was two weeks of just madness, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I feel like you could have seen this coming from a mile away. uh, Because after Jack Dorsey stepped down as CEO, um, the person who took over for him – uh, he was actually the former CTO of Twitter. And reading the background, reading about the, inf- the information about him, uh, it was interesting because uh, not a lot of people were very, uh, let's just say, uh, they weren't very confident that he'd be able to lead Twitter. His name was Parag Agarwal, uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm not pronouncing his name correctly, but yeah. So, they were worried about that, and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, this just happens. And it's going to be interesting to see how you can, as a leader, take or take care of the situation and address it. But then also, it's interesting to see, like, Elon's standpoint, where he is just trying to make Twitter a place for freedom, quote-unquote. So, yeah. yeah.
0: There are a couple of really interesting YouTube videos um, by... Destin Sandlin, uh, Smarter Every Day. He did some videos on, I don't know if he did Twitter, but he talked about specifically Reddit and Facebook, I think Twitter as well, um, and basically how those companies have to moderate content in order to uh, you know keep it from being just totally infested with bots and nonsense. And uh, I'm going to link to those in the show notes, but um, it's a series that he did. And it's fascinating because, while well, in essence, I like Elon's uh, wanting to free it up and open it up and demoderate it some because Twitter is designed to be a everybody talking, it's a bunch of birds tweeting, and um, I like that. But also, you can't just open it up because because again, bots, it's gonna get flooded with spam and nonsense. You can't just open the floodgates and you have to have you have to have some rules and so especially since Twitter is not a publisher or since you know they're they they're, they want to be a publisher in some ways they want to moderate their content in some ways it's not a platform it's a publisher more or less and so they kind of want their cake and eat it too when it comes yeah. to platforms versus publishing <laughs> so um, it, Twitter's in a hard spot and Elon is not going to help <laughs> just to say everybody you get a tweet and you get a tweet it's gonna be a mess so we'll see what happens i guess but i don't know do you have any additional thoughts on that uh, um <laughs> am i am i uh, for, again from a technical standpoint do you, is that something that uh am i way up Like oh no
1: they could totally open up it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> you got more say so on that than me yeah no it's gonna be interesting <laughs> yeah i know well i mean i i think overall it's just interesting to see because I think the argument about Twitter for the longest time has been it seems kind of stagnated in a sense of uh, in a sense of innovation, uh, whereas Apple has a benefit yeah. of just being ahead, and even this, even with the stack uh, stagnation, uh, people don't worry too much about the business sense or the business output of Apple because it's just a well-oiled machine. I think people are more so are worried about Twitter because. Yeah, It's how do you monetize social media? How do you monetize this as a platform? And then if they end up becoming more of a publisher, then how do you do that as well? But uh, it's yeah. just trying to figure out, okay, how do we get a foothold in the market? And how do we make sure that we keep a foothold in the market? Because I think the fear is you don't want to end up like, well, yeah, well, you don't want to end up like, Meta, where Meta right now has decided, hey, we are going to totally not necessarily pivot, but we're going to commit ourselves to the metaverse just because we now understand that after, after Apple has blocked us out, after we have difficulty from Google as well, uh, we need our own portal to get it out to the internet. And I think people see Twitter as a portal to the internet, but at the same time, for how much more longer? And when I say portal to the internet, internet, I think it's the portal to your internal thoughts. Because more so than Instagram, in my opinion, more so than TikTok, people are just put out their thoughts. And I think Elon's point is that he feels like freedom has been coming under attack on their platform because of the former president, for example, who got booted off the platform. I think a lot of different incidents have happened where people who have spoken out about certain topics have been booted from the platform. And yeah. I don't know, it's kind of interesting. It brings up this whole debate. I feel like technology should not have uh, a foothold in politics, you know, if I, if I if I make myself clear. It should be it's totally separated from politics. And you have to figure out, okay, how does the Internet Bill of Rights kind of match up with what's going on with this particular situation? And how do we not allow a particular arena to interfere with the Internet? And I don't know, it's kind of interesting to see. But uh, Elon is bored again, so he's back on this, and we'll see how <laughs> it turns out.
0: What happens when billionaires get bored? They buy billion-dollar companies because billionaire. Why not? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's such a mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How
1: much is uh how much is uh Twitter worth right now?
0: Well, if you ask Elon Musk, it's forty-three billion
1: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's incredible.
0: Uh can you imagine as a billionaire even even you know or a millionaire however much money a 100 air if you're more like me um can you imagine being 100 air you're going to spend half of your net worth on twitter it's like you know what i really want to own this <laughs> <laughs> and then you know multiply it by billions it's
1: like i i, I want this yeah. is mine i want it. i want to be i want to be the bluebird it's kind of crazy to think that he can actually buy twitter though Was it? Isn't it? Right at forty-three billion, and he's like, "Oh, I got like, it's like spare change to spare." I mean, like, who has that? This is not millions, billions, b b b b b b. B.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've got a great idea. I woke up this morning, and I said, "I want this." He tells the secretary, "I'm going to buy
1: Twitter."
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, Lance. Like, no, seriously, I'm going to buy Twitter. He's serious. Yeah. Crap.
1: Call Joe. <laughs> Joe. <Yeah. laughs> I think he forgot
0: to take his meds again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's gonna buy another company. Yeah. That has nothing to do with Tesla.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's funny.
0: He might can make Twitter turn a profit though, because Twitter has not been profitable ever. They've lost money. They've been you know, They just can't make money anywhere. So maybe, maybe really make Twitter turn a profit. <laughs> mm hmm i don't know i i say ever it's like i i'm speaking hyperbole interesting um but yeah i don't think twitter's ever made money it's kind of like amazon you know amazon hardly is hardly ever made money i think amazon famously like breaks even every year
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah but it's funny because uh i I, well so it looks like they were they have positive net income in 2018 2019 talking about twitter but yeah Uh, that's been an issue is how do you monetize all the people you have on your platform I mean, I think that's all the the big question for a lot of people is like, once you have a good application, how do you monetize those people and get money from those people? Because it's, it's it's interesting.
0: Yeah, we don't have to get deep into this rabbit hole. But one thing I've noticed is Twitter ads are crap. Like, I could not care less about any of the ads. I'm like, I'm scrolling through my timeline, and I can immediately see something that like this is an ad. Like, I have no interest in this whatsoever. But Instagram, by comparison. I feel like they do ads a lot better. Like they'll feed me stuff and like, and I, I often find myself going, huh, yeah, that's kind of cool. So, and that's really hard because at, for me, cause I'm picky and you don't, I, I never do I see an ad that I'm like, that looks really cool. Almost now I'm like stupid, but I just go through Instagram and I find myself more often than not going, huh, I wouldn't buy something for an Instagram ad. But it gets my attention, and Twitter nothing gets my attention. The only ad that's gone on, got my attention on Twitter recently is the Silverado EV, which does look really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, very cool Ford Lightning competitor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, which yeah that that's interesting because I I think it's just the way the content works with the two of them. Yeah, one you have text-based mm-hmm. content, which is just all written form. I don't know about you, but I'm less likely to like or retweet something unless I'm actually directly involved in it. So yeah, um, I think that's what happens. Oh. Whereas on Instagram... Oh, go ahead. You're fine. Yeah, or, Delays. Oh, yeah. Whereas <laughs> on Instagram... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas on Instagram, um, I think that's more likely. I think you see like a house you like, double tap. You see a new, some clothing you like double tap, you see the car, the EV, you like, whether it's a lightning or a Chevy, for uh, EV, double tap, and they have a lot more content that you're able to see, and like, like, and then also, especially since you're using the app, you'd be able to say, hey, this person likes to look at this a little bit longer than this particular post, or this is the frame that they're looking at. You would. I can imagine that they're just taking all that content and all that data and just crunching it and just saying, hey, here's a profile of Patrick that we see and like. And I think this is the content that Patrick will like because he spends more time on this. Whereas Twitter, do you actually use a Twitter app on your phone or your devices? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
0: I would like. To, I'd like to go to a third-party app, but um, I haven't found one that I feel like that I like their layout. Um, so Twitter, I just really like how it. It's really easy to see threads, and um, I, I just like the layout better than. I tried Twitter effect and I tried Tweetbot and I tried a couple others and I just don't really like any of them very much. So like they're, they're kind of ugly and, and some, it's, some of it's really not obvious as to what's a thread and what's a tweet. And, and it can be a little confusing. So I went back to the Twitter app, honestly, and and it's not great, but I like it. It's fine.
1: But I mean, I think that that's what makes it harder. I like there are other options. But imagine yeah. uh, Reddit, for example. Reddit, I feel like, has the hardest platform because everyone everyone likes to go to the website as opposed to download the app every time I go to the website yeah. on my phone. And there's a like,
0: million Reddit apps too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, it's hard to get more data out of that because you're limited based on are they looking in a browser? Are they looking at like a third party application, or are they, look, are they looking at your content via Reddit application, where you have more control and information you can gather from that. So um yeah it's just it depends on that i think and i think instagram has a better handle on that because it's only the instagram app and that's it so they've done a good job with that but yeah yeah it's i i i I noticed the same thing too i see better content on instagram better than twitter who knows what i see on facebook because i haven't been on in two or three years now (laughs) facebook
0: Uh, if it wasn't for facebook marketplace i would delete my facebook account right now like right like on live on air if it wasn't for face if there's some way i could get rid of face get on facebook marketplace Watch, well, i guess i could make a i could delete this account and then just make a another facebook account for marketplace but um uh, other than that man i i i, I hate facebook <laughs> yeah yeah, I agree. I mean, I, yeah. I, there's nothing redeeming about it.
1: Well, let me ask you this question. Would you get... Uh, so say the meta headset becomes much more portable and more sh- more hedge-friendly, for lack of a better way to put it. Would mm. you go back to meta as a platform? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't...
0: I, I I, am not... AR is interesting to me in some ways. Like, the more so the practical applications of... I have my face. I can everything. I look as is a is a computer monitor, and I can see data and things like that. Like that is interesting to me. VR is a passing fancy that's interesting, but I don't really. I've tried some VR stuff, and it's fine. Like it's cool, but I, I I don't have time to play games, and that's the only use case for VR. I don't really have very much time to play games. I have a Switch and a gaming PC, and I don't have really time to use either one. I don't have interest in VR right now. So AR is cool, but so but. From a social media standpoint, I I like Twitter. Twitter's fine because I can I like the bite-sized stuff and just being able to scroll through things. But I don't really like social media, and I don't have a lot of time for it. And so I cannot see myself hanging out in a virtual space with a bunch of people um, just because I just don't have that kind of time. Um, so never say never, but I, I, don't, I don't I don't see a lot of point in I'm, it. I'm getting old, I guess, and I don't yeah. Yeah, I don't see the point. But, but i don't uh but what about you it's like, it's like since you're you're out of facebook for a little bit i know you're much more interested in the meta side than i am though um so how would you get more active in facebook potentially uh if it meant more meta uh more meta points zuck bucks whatever you want to call it <laughs>
1: uh no no I oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're good, <laughs> and it's
0: cool if you do. Like no, no hate. You know, I mean, there's two billion people on Facebook, and it's like a, whenever you're the one standing against two billion, who, who's right, who's wrong? Ah, you uh, know. <laughs>
1: but probably uh, not me. Yeah, yeah, but no. It's funny because uh, I'm kind of like you. If I if I didn't have a purpose to be on Facebook, I just delete the account today. It's just I just don't have a need. And then I think another big thing about it is that a lot of people have actually bounced off of the platform. So there are not as many people who yeah. actively use Facebook within our age demographic, which I think kind of contributes to the yeah. fact that hey, it might be it's not as useful as it used to be. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, with respect to the all of the all of the what's it called stuff, uh, VR or AR. Uh, uh, I just don't have the time to deal with that, like you. And then also, it's just um, I don't know. I'm just not as interested in that. You know, I, it's not as like it's not something that I'm like, oh I definitely gotta use this or I definitely gotta I gotta check this out. Which is funny because I love just checking out technology, but it's just uh in this case I'm just not just it doesn't have I don't have the I don't have the I don't have the excitement for it. So yeah, it's yeah. interesting.
0: Like so I can see the I can see the use for AR because again having the monitors on like being everywhere you look as a monitor and that kind of stuff like I can see from a workplace perspective that the the value of something like that, mm-hmm. but it is strictly a productivity thing. It's like hey I don't have to have a computer monitor because everywhere I look is. Is a window to the internet. And like, that's cool. I can see that kind of like what, um, Microsoft HoloLens, HoloLens, uh, yeah. does and has uh, like that kind of stuff. Really cool. So the, the, you know, so when Apple does something like that for their AR glasses, I don't care about their VR product with the AR when the AR glasses come out, you know, if it's a reasonable price, I'm going to consider something like that. If there's some practical use for it. Um, if there's not, I like that. I'm not, but, but, uh, Seems pretty cool. And I wear glasses. so Yeah.
1: (laughs) It'll work out pretty Already not super weird. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So we'll see. But yeah, aside from that, it's like, I could be sold because I like technology. But right now, I was like, they haven't sold it to me. I'm like, no. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so I agree with you. But uh, yeah, we'll see how this whole Elon thing goes. And then uh, we'll just keep an eye on it. But yeah, speaking of forty-eight billion dollars, uh, did you
0: see that uh, the uh, Cash App had uh, has had a major security breach that potentially affects over eight million users? Where yeah, it maybe be? <laughs> I don't know if it's me or not. I have I have a Cash App. I don't. Uh, ha- do you use Cash App? No. Have you used
1: Cash App? No, not yet. Not really. Yet. Yeah, it's all my block though, right? That's formerly Square. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. I like Cash App. Um, I've used it a few times because I don't have cash ever. The only time I have cash is if I sell something on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and before yeah, and I haven't I haven't made it to the ATM to deposit it yet. <laughs> yeah, so I hate cash. And I never ever use it. I use credit card for everything or Apple Pay for everything. Yeah, but I I will occasionally use Cash App to trade money, like because you know, might go buy some movie tickets for some buddies and they'll just cash at me their money for the, for the ticket. Um, yeah, it works out well, but so we'll see. Um, it looks like, um, so block says the information was accessed by the, by a former employee in December of last year and that the company has taken measures to prevent another incident. So in other words, this was a social, not a social engineering thing that a former employee took data and then sold it.
1: so, This is a processing within within block that's kind of an issue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking at it right now, the article right now, and it's like you, you never want to hear that because at that point you're like, what else are you guys doing? That it's not uh, ideal. Yeah. And how can uh, how can customers get taken advantage of by a former employee? Because that's just one person. It's luckily it's not a vulnerability. It's not like it like a bad engineering. thing. Well, it is bad engineering in a yeah. sense that. Well, it's actually no. Let me take that back. It's not bad engineering. It's a bad process. But yeah, yeah, it's uh. Are, did, would that dissuade you like from any? So now, like, kind of on the heels of the conversation about Meta, when we are talking about security and applications, say that you see this happen with a particular app. Let's say it happens again with Cash App two times. Would at that point would you be kind of worried about using Cash App, or would you not care? I mean,
0: I might would consider another option, like if I was supposed to use something right now. This would fade from from memory, though, for me. I mean, because, frankly, this kind of stuff happens. I mean, whatever, a few years back, Target leaked a whole bunch of debit card numbers and that kind of stuff. I mean, at some point, every company has or have had data breaches, and it's one of those things that it's awful and I definitely feel for those people who, who got their information exposed or whatever like that and have to deal with that. Cause that's no joke, but also it's one of those things that, you know, if you only deal with people who've never had data breaches, you basically only deal in cash with your local grocery store and they probably are not nearly as secure as Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. It's like, so I, in the short term, yeah, probably I might use something else or like, Hey, I'll use, you know, Apple cash or whatever. Cause you know, You know, Cash App is dealing with some stuff right now, or PayPal, or whatever. So, short-term, yeah, I'd avoid them. Long-term, I'm sure I'd come back. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, now if this happens again, it's like when you have repeated issues, um, a la Lenovo installing software, uh, installing spyware in their laptop. So, a few years back, they did it twice. And, uh, so, I don't know if you were aware, that was years ago, but... I saw it yeah. pop up on a Lenovo thing. It's like, hey, there's some spyware in their in their uh, in their build of Windows, and so they some people dug into it and found it. They're like, oh, we're sorry, and it was intentionally installed. It was not. This was not a this. And, uh, we're sorry, and then it the, said so they took it out. And then a couple years later, the same thing happened again with Lenovo. It's like, all right, never buying a Lenovo laptop. And like once, once is pretty egregious. Like because they installed it. Second time, like done we're done yeah. i'll have to find some articles for the show notes i don't i don't remember the details of that but uh it popped up when essential reported it. at least the first one maybe the second one but uh i'll have to find them um but it was yeah um, never buying lenovo period <laughs> full stop
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh funny thing is i bought a lenovo before that i think i found out that i have one still <laughs> that's yeah funny. lenovo makes yeah. good machines
0: i mean it's kind of an hp of you know good mid-range or machine you know the, the kind of hp tight you know uh era but i i've been i've bought i've bought lots of hp's i mean i've i've bought two or three hp laptops a couple hp desktops they've been wonderful i if i buy if i but when i buy windows i buy hp typically um I, yeah. like I have much better luck with them
1: than dell and others yeah hp is pretty good uh yeah. It's funny Toshiba. I feel like Toshiba was all right back in the day, and then yeah, uh,
0: Toshiba. They made solid laptops. Like it was kind of the same thing. Just good. You not not gonna wow you. Not not the prettiest. Not the whatever. But they were a good bang for your buck machine.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good back in the day. But uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, all those machines are kind of like Androids with respect to smartphones because Androids are so fragmented and. Macs are just so pointed to the point where it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, why, why not get a Mac? But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, going back to the main point, uh, I would probably kind of stay away from a company or, or for a little bit if they had a breach, a security breach. But yeah, it might be like, yeah, he'll come back. Uh, it just depends.
0: It also depends on how, how, like, like I forgot to mention it, like, it, it would depend on how, well, how mission critical is this company. I would be much less likely to do that with a bank. Um, So something that I just move some money around or whatever like that, right. Don't spend a lot of time. Don't, you know, um, that's easily locked behind LastPass or whatever. Yeah. I might, but yeah, this was whatever ABC bank that I bank with. I would, I would be like, Nope, sorry. You can't keep a hold of your security. I am moving my stuff elsewhere. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. So I agree.
0: Yeah. I should mention that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because I think if it's a bank or something that's very valuable or very uh, important to your daily life, I, I think, yeah, you definitely got to protect that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully... Well, I'm pretty sure that person is not going to have a career in tech. So, uh, that person's no done. But, uh, good. Good there. That's a shame, too. Yeah. Feel bad for him. Uh... You're being facetious, right?
0: I don't. Well, I feel bad that I feel I feel bad for the uh, choices that he has made. I should say the the results of his choices.
1: (laughs) Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, because his choices are not the best. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You want to you want to talk some EVs? Let's talk EV. We had a couple of good a couple of good articles pop up here. Do you
0: want to head one off, or you want me to
1: pick it up? I could head one off. Uh, kind of like the the Toyota. So Toyota is coming out with a new EV. Uh, I believe it's a crossover. Finally, yes. finally. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no more Prius jokes for me. I actually like the design of this car. Right, it looks pretty cool. Uh, it looks kind of like does. my Ford Edge. Yeah. like a little like date yeah. version of my Ford Edge. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's gonna be a Rav Four kind of. Oh, yeah, RAV4 kind of, too. I haven't seen it. Oh, you're right. It does look like a new RAV4. You know, I always have the old blocky version of the RAV4 in my mind. So that's why this one is kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see because it's just like, oh, wow. Oh, it's different. But you're right. But uh, MSRP yeah. is going to be $42,000 uh, for the base. Uh, and the limited version as well for just a little bit above 48000 I think it's a great vehicle just by looking at it. Um, mm-hmm. Inside... It It looks pretty. Uh, The wheels, uh, what's the name of that kind of wheel? It's kind of like the... Yoke. The (laughs) yoke. Yoke. (laughs) Yoked. Why? Yeah. Yeah, and it looks great. I mean... Of all
0: the things you can copy from Tesla.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I like the wheel, though. Do you like it at all? It looks good. Yeah. It looks good.
0: (laughs) practical i use i grab the top of the wheel and like i was
1: like uh, why why you do a gangster style <laughs> okay gotcha
0: absolutely I low like ride man i'm not low really low ride, ride but I, I like i grab the top of the wheel
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> can't see over the windshield that's what you know like the little screen popping up it's like i can't see over the windshield what's up man?
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: it's like well you're you're like laying in your car man like, it's like ah man i'm not
1: that's not helping you out at all but no,
0: I, I do absolutely grab the like no, <laughs> no, I'd actually grab the top of the wheel, yeah. the, the,
1: the steering wheel, for same sure. Same here, same here.
0: <laughs> and here you were giving
1: me crap about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I was thinking about uh, it, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> what's going, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. His picture. Yeah, exactly. That's when I was 18, it's just like, yeah, writing, writing. Now more mm-hmm. nowadays, it's just more of like okay. I like to have my for some reason. I grew up with a stick shift. It's more comfortable. Yeah, exactly that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I
1: grew up with a stick shift too, and I feel like it's comfortable for me to have one hand on the on a what's it called, just the mm. uh, the stick or uh, the gear shift, mm. and then um, yeah, one hand on the steering wheel, and I like that. So I think that's the reason why I do so. But yeah, overall, okay. I mean. Inside looks gorgeous. I love the inside of the car. Yeah. It's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: and the yoke looks
1: good. It does. <laughs> I, I will hand it to him there. It does look good. It looks mean, yeah. you know. It looks BA. But uh I, I think the range is kinda of interesting. It's only uh it's two hundred and fifty two miles.
0: Yeah. That was the biggest and that's on the on the top end too. I think the base is two twenty 220 something, two twenty five or Yeah. But two fifty is the is the like the extended or whatever. And, man, that's disappointing. They've been rocking out electricity for so long. Right. And you can't crack 300? Come on, guys. I mean, Hyundai is cracking 300 on their first go. Right. Like, I was really expecting better from Toyota. Honestly. Yeah. The price, Everything else is great, though. The price, and the interior looks good. Everything. I mean, I'm, I was so excited when I saw Toyota. I'm like, all right, finally. Oh. Yeah. You can't hit 300? Come on, guys. Yeah. And if you only charge your, your battery to 80%, I mean, you're yeah, if you get the lower range model, you're not even gonna crack two hundred. I know. <laughs> like that's yeah, it's
1: it's kind of disappointing to see that. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But uh, I actually think there was an article that came out today that said Toyota says it's not realistic to electrify ourselves by a certain t- uh, like just as quickly as we expect it. So I, I think what they're trying to say is just that uh, it's going to be tough to fully electrify our f- full fleet of car. Yeah, because it, like. F- it is interesting that they went fully
0: on this. Oh, this is a brand new machine. We said it looks like a RAV4, but it's called a B as in Beta, Z as in Zebra, Zebra, 4, and then an X, like X-ray. And so it's a whole new vehicle. And so the, I can kind of understand why they may not be able to get the full range that they want on a brand new vehicle. But wouldn't it make more sense to electrify something you already have then? So that way you might be able to get a little bit more range. Yeah. I It seems,
1: the choices seem odd. Yeah, it does. It does. But I I think this is more of a a case where they're just trying to compete as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Get something out there at first. I mean, that's what Tesla did. They got something out there. They didn't hit 300 miles for a very long time, and then they did.
1: And so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it'll be interesting Uh, to see. We'll see what happens. But uh, there's another car out there that, uh, what a concept car uh, that made 600 miles, 625 miles. You want to introduce this one? Yeah
0: yeah so i saw an sharp and sharp contrast uh the mercedes-benz vision eqxx competes, completes a thousand kilometers uh a thousand kilometer God, gracious a thousand kilometer journey on a single charge paving the way for the future long distance eV travel um and now that was a thousand kilometers not miles uh so for our american listeners uh, you know that's a little over 600 miles but still that is by far the best uh best go uh, of an electric vehicle which is awesome um and now it's a concept it's not production but really really cool super awesome i'm excited that that, that gets me pumped. yeah range is my biggest thing too and because charging is slow and whatever so i'm really excited to see that kind of range where you could you know drive a twelve-hour day, and not have fuel up until you mm-hmm. stop, and then you fuel up overnight, and then drive all the next day or whatever. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and then uh, so this trip was completed in Europe. It was pretty impressive to see that it went a thousand kilometers. I love it too. Yeah. In a sense that uh, now talking about design, I'm not the biggest fan of design for Mercedes-Benz, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird yeah. looking. Kind of looks like a kind of looks like a pill, a silver pill that you'll take. In a sense, I don't know. Yeah, kind of.
0: Kind of almost like a, uh, kind of like a, the front of the car is kind of swoopy and looks neat, but the, the back half kind of looks like those old uh, pull behind silver trailers. Yeah, <laughs> from like yeah, the 50s. Exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly that. That's a great, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it looks exactly like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I think uh, it's great because it's efficient as heck. I think it's great to see the charge. Yeah. I'd be uh, interested to see the details. About my like miles per hour or kilometers per mile as they were driving uh, along the coast, and um, yeah, it it seemed like it's very energy efficient and great to see. They they
0: gave that information in the press release actually. So uh eight eight point seven uh kilowatts an hour or eight point seven kilowatts per hundred kilometers or seven point one kilowatt hours per sixty two miles. So it's actually very efficient too. So they just put they didn't just put a. 90, you know, a bajillion kilowatt hour battery in there. and said, like, Look, we drove a thousand kilometers. Look at us. Like, they actually seem to be pretty efficient on top of, you know, probably a giant battery pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, good on them. Oh, okay. So, they did an average speed of 54 miles per hour, which is pretty good highway speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 87 miles per hour was a maximum speed on the motorway. So, that's pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, it looks like it was pretty good in the sense that it came back and it still had a charge. So it. The, yeah, 87 miles. Yeah. Whatnot. Yeah, so. Uh, There's a lot of good data in that
0: press release. I highly recommend people to go in and, and uh, yeah. read it, uh which will, of course, be in the show notes. But certainly good information there. It was very long and, and good information. Yeah,
1: 12 hours straight ride on April 5th. So that was pretty good. Uh, that was good. I, I like the fact that they actually put a lot of data in this press release yeah yes but definitely take a look at that vehicle i i mean i know it's still like a concept car and hopefully uh it ends up becoming something that uh, they'll release eventually in the future but it's still promising uh, especially when you compare that to 252 yes. miles per uh per charge so you know i watched uh uh death on the nile last night which was me too did? i'm not oh, even kidding wow. last night <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so random. That's so funny.
0: That what did you think about the movie? <laughs> it started off yeah. slow. Um, picked up good at the end. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was very fun. I thought it was very fun. Um, but yeah, the, it was a little slow. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I was kind of checked because it's a two-hour movie, and I watched and like, you're like fifty minutes in, and like, okay, nothing's happened yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like spoilers, spoiler horn, brr, yeah. but I was like. We're fifty minutes in and there's been no death on yeah.
1: the Nile yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean it was crazy. Well, that plus I wanna say something about Army Hammer's acting. He is just way over the top. Yes. Yeah. When I saw it uh, wanted I did s- a
0: decent British accent though.
1: Yeah, he does. He does. But it was just uh as soon as I saw him I'm like, That's Army Hammer. Oh dear. Here yeah. we go. And it was it was definitely like that but uh it was good it ended up being all right i think uh yeah. so my wife read the book and she said she said that it was totally different from the book itself yes so that was interesting but um
0: i've not read the book either but i get the christie does some interesting stuff i've not seen murder on the orient express um but they said that one was pretty good as well did you see that one
1: uh yeah yeah that one was decent okay yeah. Okay. Uh it's funny though too. Do you notice that the guy who is the main actor uh doesn't he look familiar from Tenet?
0: Oh, he's the bad guy in Tenet, isn't he? Yeah. I didn't realize it was him, but that's 100% him. Okay. Yes. So why did you bring up death uh, why did you bring up death on Nile? That uh, um I, that that is so funny. Oh yeah,
1: that was <laughs> random. We went on a yeah. tangent right there. But I was going to bring up I know. uh I was watch, I was watching on HBO Max which is going to get the Batman mm-hmm. tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, Me I cannot too. wait. My wife was like We'll have to talk about that next next yes, episode. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't watched that movie yet and I'm so excited. Me either. But uh Same. you haven't watched it yet? I thought you did. Oh.
0: No, I was gonna go watch it in a the theater. And oh yeah, really. I was like, wait, it's gonna come out in forty five days. Like, I'm gonna watch it for free. I'm, there's gonna be plenty of movies I want to see. This, uh, Doctor, I'm gonna see Doctor Strange. I'm very excited to see Doctor
1: Strange. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, I'm bought tickets yet. I'm very very excited. Yeah, I think I I think I might wait for that one to come out on. Uh, okay, but because because Doctor Strange, uh, well, you know what? I actually kind of want to watch that one because I feel like there's gonna be so many people who are gonna show up in it. That it's going to be a lot of fun because yes. it looks like Charles Xavier is going to be in it. Oh, nice.
0: Have you seen WandaVision yet? Yes, okay. All right, so, so it's, I, uh, Wanda plays a big part, so so yeah. definitely watch WandaVision if you have not. Good point, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, because it's it definitely leads up into it a huge time, big mm-hmm. time. But uh, yes, yes. okay, all right, so Patrick Stewart. We don't know if Charles Xavier is going to be it, but it, but Patrick Stewart's is going to be in the movie, and interesting. Then, yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. But uh, yeah, so I, I was bringing it up because I was going to talk about streaming services, and I end up at uh, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, and I <laughs> talk about Severance. So I was trying to make that connection, but we got sidetracked because of S- Death S- on the Nile. Segway, segway. Yeah, segway, like segway. Derailed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I can't, I I cannot believe we both watched at the same time last night. I know, that was awesome. <laughs> that
1: was great to see you. What time
0: what time did you start at your time? You know, it's like I was watching from prob- from like nine thirty to eleven thirty my time.
1: Oh way earlier. I think we started like around eight o'clock okay. or so. And then uh, uh we'll your finish. time? So yeah. you were, you were you started just a little bit after me then. Oh
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, because you're you're two uh, hours earlier than me. Yeah, yeah. So we pretty much watched it at the same time. I finished at the same time. That is awesome. That's serious. Yeah, yeah, we're just like, yeah, uh, let's uh, let's watch Death on the Nile, and then uh, because we were super pooped yesterday, so we we same. got home and we were just like, let's just watch the movie finally, and Death definitely started to watch right. it, and it was pretty good. Um, watch the yeah. segue. Are you watching? Are
0: you pay, I want, here, I got the Segway for us right here. So here, here okay. It goes. if you talk about the segue, it works perfectly. So. Uh-huh. I um have I, I, I was looking for something to watch last night because I've I'm all uh, I've like caught up on all my shows because um you know I've been doing a lot through Apple TV Plus been enjoying Slow Horses um which were, is is really good too on Apple TV Plus I recommend it but I just finished Severance and so I was all caught up on my shows and uh, and so I was looking through to see what uh, what. I've starred the movies that I want to see cause I want to see Dune. I had, I didn't see that one when it came out. So that's in my list. That's Oh, death on the Nile. It's like, I like Gal Gadot and, uh, you know, Army Hammer's cool. And then you got, uh, the chick from black Panther. So I'm like, there's a lot of stuff in here and I like a mystery. So let's watch that. Um, but yeah, I just finished watching severance and I can't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I, if you have access to Apple TV plus 100%, my folks go watch it. Um, It is really good, like um, it it kind of losty vibes. Um, So I'll give you a brief synopsis. Basically, the premise of the show is you get a brain implant, which isn't that fun. You get a brain implant, and um, when you go to work, you only know what's happening to you at work. You have no knowledge of who you are or what you're doing outside of work. And then when you leave work, you have no idea what's going on in work. You have no idea what you do. You know that you work for the company, but you don't know what's going on in there, what happened to you, or anything like that. Um, and those two people are existing. You're, yourself exists at home and at work, and you're different people, and you have no idea what's going on in either part of your life. And that's the premise of the show. It's directed by Ben Stiller, and it's not funny. <laughs> it is a little bit funny, but it, it's that's not the premise of the show. It's in a very much a very serious... Sci-fi, whatever. It's got uh, um. Oh, what's his name? The guy, uh, the guy who talks who who want more cowbell on the on, on uh, Saturday Night Live. What's his name? Christopher Walken. It's got Christopher oh. Walken in it. Um, as uh, good stuff. It, um, I, I highly recommend the show. If you got Apple TV Plus, if you don't have Apple TV Plus, rent it for five. It's five bucks a month. It's real cheap. I know Apple products has a cheap one. Watch Severance watch Ted Lasso, and watch Slow Horses.
1: <laughs>
0: Slow Horses is really good. Um, but Severance first. I'm working my way through Slow Horses uh, right now. It's it's being released live for like four or five episodes in. Slow Horses is fun. It's a good little spy drama. But Severance, go watch. It's amazing. You're welcome. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ended a cliffhanger too. I'm like, oh, no. Not, and so I cannot wait for season two. I will be... If I'm not subscribed to Apple TV Plus at the time, I will definitely be resubscribing to uh, to watch the next one. Cause wow, <laughs>
1: so, yeah, like. sounds like a like Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus is pretty good game right now, but it's slow horses. They is have that hit like, their stride. Is that like Yellowstone, or is that di- totally different?
0: Totally different. It's a. Um, it's Gary Oldman. Um, it's Definitely not being Commissioner Gordon from, <laughs> from <laughs> Batman. It, he is nasty and whatever. Very 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 British. Um, but it's a. It's MI5, and so a. It follows the rejects of MI5 uh, that work for a division of MI5 called Slough House, and basically they get thrown in way over their head on a in a terrorist plot in british and britain and it's really cool it's more drama than action but it's got some action in it um right now apple tv plus is really killing the drama like there i so i'm gonna give you a little insight on what i really like and so the so why why it's a it's a good good why it's a good fit for me i don't like i don't like super gory violence and i don't like a lot of like Adult sexy time. Let's. <laughs> uh, I, tr- I try to avoid in, my, in yeah. my television. I try to avoid those things as much as I can. And Apple TV Plus seems to be doing the same. Like there's um, all their stuff. You know, everything is very mature drama stuff, but it's mostly just language, and it's not excessive language. Um, there's uh, Slow Horses has a, a very violent scene. Um, on one of the episodes, but it's off-screen. You see the aftermath, and Severance kind of the same thing. You have one episode that has some uh, a very violent scene, but it's everything is obscured or whatever. But everything else is mostly language and stuff. So I really like that. But I like that it's a very grown-up drama. It does not feel like network television. You know, it doesn't yeah. feel. It doesn't feel fake if that makes sense where a lot of network stuff like it just feels like they're just trying to contrive to stay inside the network boundaries and you know this is a streaming service they don't have to do that so it still feels very true to the story that they're trying to tell um without being pandering i don't know i really like it so yeah i, f- I feel like that's relevant maybe it's not i don't know yeah. I cut that out and <laughs> in the end no, no, but uh no, 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 i like that really good
1: yeah i know i think it's important because it's uh... I'm the same way. I don't like the, the weird stuff, you know? At a certain time, you just want to get entertained and not get all the fluff that comes of watching television yeah. sometimes. And, um, yeah, yeah, I think... Uh, That's that what I don't like about HBO.
0: I, like, HBO can do the dramas, and but, they're, like, everything is, like, very sexied up. And, like, I don't... like any. I, I don't watch any HBO stuff, hardly, as far Like, everything I watch on HBO is not HBO stuff. <laughs> it's, like, the Warner stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, eh. Which... They have a lot of good stuff a lot of the good warner stuff but
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the warner stuff is actually pretty good uh it's funny because <laughs> i like how yeah. HBO max is not too much about the the shows but more about the mm-hmm. the movies and like the experience and everything like that I, I i would say yeah i gotta go back to apple plus apple tv plus but i feel like HBO max is like my it's near the top of my networks to watch um uh, just because yeah. they have a lot of good stuff on it
0: Yep, I agree. agree.
1: But uh, severance...
0: Yeah, we had a point in bringing that up, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, severance is... uh, So there's a doctor who said that there is uh, an article that we have that stated that real-life severance might not be too far away. So my question to you, Patrick, is how would you feel about that? being Being able to separate the two.
0: I... I guess it would depend on how much I trust my company. Um, I can't, I, I have a hard time wanting to like sign myself over to, to <laughs> the company that much, giving them that much trust. Um, and also basically, as you will sh- see in the show, the people start to diverge because you don't, you're not aware of what's going on at work and your work person's not aware of what's going on at home and that kind of stuff. So you start to diverge and have almost competing interests so it gets, it gets trippy that way. Um, and so what happens whenever you don't agree with yourself on what you should be doing? <laughs> um, so yeah. good drama for sure. But as far as like, is, if there was a way to, because the cool stuff about it is, in essence, because you don't remember what's going on at work, you are never at work because this version of me is never at work. Because as soon as I go to work, I don't remember, know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but yeah. also on the flip side, the work version of you is always at work and never leaves, <laughs> effectively. Um, so I I don't know. I, I, there's some there's some advantages. Er, I some I think it's kind of cool to think about the oh I never go to work because somebody else does that for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a that'd be guy. pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So so there's definitely some some perks, but definitely some like there's a lot of opportunity for abuse yeah <laughs> literally and figuratively
1: yeah i mean i i kind of like it because it'd be great to separate the work side of me from the home side of me yeah uh but yeah i kind of feel that's why like... we just need
0: to go full-time podcasting you know so, yeah, yeah
1: to, <laughs> just go go, with... go rate and
0: go rate and review us so we can like get bigger and then we'll, we'll do full-time podcasting we'll stream every day i don't
1: i won't make that promise but yeah <laughs> but, yeah that'd be that'd be fun. that'd be cool that'd be fun if we could do that <laughs> just uh just to go full time podcasting no more Severance. no more need for severance It'll be just like that's right on air all the time watching movies at the same time both at, uh, awesome yeah <laughs> we can actually
0: play that then <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yeah isn't there like a service right now that allows you to play movies at the same time? wasn't that supposed to come mm-hmm. out with uh Apple I think?
0: Yes, yes, it's out now. It's the um oh share play. Yeah, you can do share play, but I think you have to be on a FaceTime call and you have to see the other person. So it's like, I can't, I think you can do audio. I don't know, but it's like I, I I I think I would rather just sync it up and be like like hey, you want to watch a movie? Like sure. And then we could like text while we're watching or whatever yeah. like that. And like hey just and then just like shoot me a message if you need to pause it or something or whatever. And because uh, I wouldn't like want to hear you breathe and eating popcorn or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we watched right. the movie. Uh, it says, um, and I'm sure I, the, I'm sure the feeling is mutual.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be at mutual any rate. for sure. Yeah, it'd be interesting. But no, I I'm good. I I think watching a movie by itself, picture in picture, with it would be no, we well, not picture in picture, but just watching a movie by itself would be good. But hearing like, yeah, <laughs> it'd be like, uh, yeah. I'm good. like, so, hey man,
0: like, please don't take this wrong way. Can you like? Mute yourself or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or move your phone a little further away. Because it's yeah. like right by your mouth and I hear it's everything.
1: Just, <laughs> just hit a hot breath and all that stuff. Like... Oh. <laughs> My gosh. But
0: see, I guess it depends on the movie, though. Because if you're watching something like... it Like, I could see watching a scary movie with a live mic. My, I don't like scary movies, but... Mm-hmm. For for point of argument, let's say I did. and you're watching a scary movie with uh you know a buddy on the on the other line. You want that mic to be live because you want to be like whoa or whatever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You want to
0: hear? It's like it's like. Did you get really get scared about that? It's like it's like yeah, man. You did you not see the thing? It's gonna come and kill you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest uh scary movie fan too, so I, I would find that interesting. Like okay, all right. Yeah. Uh Look how she's scared. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well,
0: we have made it through our topics, sir. I think that's the first time we've ever made it through all of our topics in a stream. I, I think am, so. I am. I we pat on pat ourselves in the back. Good stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it was a lot of good topics to talk about today. Uh yes. Also pat myself on the back. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Did We talk about
0: everything. Yeah, we did. We sure did. One hundred percent. We always have topics left over. That's a first for me.
1: Yeah, 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 and true. then uh, uh, like the Mercedes Benz pl- press release is going to be great for us to share with the uh, the listeners, but uh, yeah, overall a lot a lot of good stuff. Uh, definitely, uh, watch out for our tweets on Twitter. Um, this week's I I was on a little a little under the weather, plus other stuff. So, but I'll be on it next week, and uh, definitely be looking out to hear from us on Ubic Methods at Twitter. If it's still owned by Jack Dorsey, or not Jack Dorsey, but the Twitter board and company, if it's owned by Elon Musk, it might see it might see us on another platform, just plain. But uh, <laughs> parlor's yeah. still open, right? I'm kidding. Well, oh, yeah, <laughs> parlor's still open. No, it's <laughs> um, but yeah, find us at Ubiq Methods. So Ubiq Methods uh, on Twitter, you can find the awesome Patrick at gameguy two thousand and six, G A M E. G U Y 2006 on Twitter as well. And you can find myself AK at A E E K A Y on Twitter. So that's a double E and then K A Y. Anything you'd like to say as a parting uh, word for all our listeners, Patrick?
0: um i will make mention i've been putting in the show notes but just fyi we um most weeks most every other week i should say we stream on thursdays we have moved our stream to youtube um so from twitch for the main reason of it just saves a copy on youtube so if you want to see us instead of listening you can check us out on youtube the stream is live unedited it is what it is. It's so. Uh, if you like that better, it's there. Um, or certainly, if you want to hang out with us live on Thursdays at nine fifteen Central, seven fifteen Pacific, something, something, something in Europe. Yeah, really, really late for you guys. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. C- come hang out with us on Thursdays. I um, try and do. If like I said, we've been really good about being. Um, on time there, but we had some, we both actually had some stuff come up Thursday and wasn't able to make that work. But I'll try and tweet if we're not able to make it. So just, uh, you know, we'd love for you to come hang out with us. Um, you can also, as always, during the show or any other time, hashtag ubiquitous questions. Uh, you can reach out to the show there. Um, you can also send us an email as well ubiquitous methods at gmail.com if you want to prefer to send us a message there. That's fine. Well,
1: we, we like email. Yeah. Yeah. Good, e- good email. Good email. <laughs> good email. <laughs> yeah. No, no No. No spam or uh, no, no, or, no. or phishing attacks, please. Not a slang. But uh, yeah, no, send us some emails. Hit us up on Twitter. Definitely use a hashtag to reach out to us. And uh, yeah, a lot of good methods to get re- reached out to us. You can also find us on our website at www.ubiquitousmethods.com. Feel free to check that out for the latest episodes oh, yeah. as uh, they become available to our listeners. And yeah, yeah, definitely. I can hear Patrick's cat in the background right now.
0: She is. She says it's it's dinner time. Yeah, I should quit. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, it was as always. Patrick's been a pleasure, and to our listeners, yes. pleasure once again. Uh, take care. Bye.
0: Bye.